Hello everyone, welcome back to my product chat series. Today our product chat guest is Dr. Bart, who posts amazing and honest product management related content. He is a product management teacher uh, since past three years and last worked as a senior product manager at Microsoft. Bart has been in the field since five years now and today I'm so honored to have him here to discuss about his journey as a PM and how others can transition into the field. Hi, Dr. Bart. It's so nice to have you today. How are you? I'm very good. Nice to be here. And it's just Bart. <laughs> the, okay. The, the doctor part is only like in the academic um, setting. So I, I try not to like wiggle around all the time. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so how about we start with your journey? How um, is your journey so far as a product manager? And how did you start? Oh, it takes me long years back. It it started in my like first startup I worked where uh, I had several positions, but I at some point became a project manager who was supposed to make sure that the developers end the work and it's well organized. But as the time goes by, I was making more and more this ad hoc decisions on what is there to be done. And at some point, the owner of the company decided he wants to pursue other business ventures and someone was needed to do the well product choices and I was the best <laughs> and maybe the only one there to, to do it it was a very small company mm -hmm. there was no more than 20 employees at the best of times so that's when it all started uh, I had my goal I had my mission I was developing an API sort of product which I think elevated this company into where it is now. But at some point I realized that if I don't change anything, if I don't move on, I will be the product manager at this company forever without any growth and without any new knowledge. And I started looking around and it was a really, really rude awakening because it turned out that what was considered product management in the startup was amateurish to say the least when it came to job interviews and trying to find a new position and it literally took me two years of trial and error learning how to perform on job interviews to land my first real like product management position the the like a very adult one and it was more based on my subject matter knowledge in the area of recruitment and uh, job bots rather than my product skills. But I proved myself there. I stayed in this company. It's called Stepstone for mm -hmm. almost two years where I learned the craft. And then I moved on to well, another startup, which was um, all about buying used cars and then sell, selling them to used car dealerships where we worked the company from nothingness, from like an idea on a piece of paper to a venture with almost 30 points in Poland, which was uh, collecting, as buying cars every day. Mm -hmm. And then one weird day, I got a LinkedIn message from a recruiter at Microsoft asking if I want to join teams of our all things. Wow. Said, yeah, of course I do. Like, why Why the heck not? At, during the recruitment process, they actually hired someone in the position I was pitched in because the person was like far into the recruitment process. So they said, how about Skype? 
I say, what? Of course I want the Skype. I've been using Skype since it's like the version one. I, I recall like having fun at my friend's place in high school and we were amazed that there's a camera phone. There's like, we, we, we are having the technology we previously saw in the Jetsons, which is like a cartoon from the 70s, right? So it was such a like hype. And well, it was a great adventure that unfortunately came to an end quite recently in January after the big rounds of layoffs in Microsoft, which had fortunately nothing to do with performance, just to do what had to be done in the current market um, situation. And here I am, and uh, I'm starting a new job in April, but I'm yet to say where it is. Congratulations. <laughs> you already got that job <laughs> yeah, starting in April? Yeah, that was surprisingly fast. It was quite different from the initial experience of looking for, uh, two years for to, to land a new position. Yeah, okay. I've been following you and like when I you were so honest about your entire journey when I saw you even posted like a video on like YouTube about uh the layoffs and all that stuff. I was I was seeing that you are so like you know honest about your journey and you are actually helping others instead uh to get through this, you know, layoff phase. Um so that's very nice of you and I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on your new offer. Um coming to the next uh question. So you have like different experiences from like recruitment to like um, related to cars who worked on like different uh, products. When you actually got this job, like as a product manager at the very beginning, how did you know you want to continue this as a career? How did you know you were meant for product management? I think that though I said that the initial product position was very amateurish, it was mm -hmm. still all that is great about product management it's it was making choices making bets uh, trying to make the best possible uh, decision to progress some initiative some idea some business forward mm -hmm. and i always loved it because i'm not a person who's uh, like founder startup material i would be too concerned and too stressed that it's not going to to work but at the same time, product manager is like the junior version of it, that someone gives you their money, their product, their vision, mm -hmm. and you are the person to make sure it, it succeeds. And I think it was a, a, a good relation between the company owner in the startup and myself, mm -hmm. who as um, employees of him, and I hope he doesn't see this interview, but we were always joking that his every second idea is great mm -hmm. and the other ones are not so great. So it was always um, uh, an art to make sure that the bad ideas are quickly dusted off mm -hmm. and never, never spoken about again. And the great ones had the, the right people, right mindset to get polished to the point where it reaches the clients and it's successful. So that's, that's when I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And when I moved on to StepStone and saw the mature version of it, the data-driven version of it, the big money version of it, I want to say it, it all, it was even better. You could go to a dashboard and see your ideas working out. 
or not, and learning, adjusting, making it better. It's, and the, this loop of feedback is really all that product management is about when you consider that, that like down to earth working with product uh, developers uh, version of this position. I like that. Okay. Uh, so when you, you already mentioned like what you like and stuff, but generally what's one thing you love about your job and one thing you maybe dislike about your job? Well, the one thing that I really like is making sure that I'm the person that connects the right ideas, people and helps people who don't have as much experience as I do, do their best, do find that mix of leadership of the right words of the right questions asked at the right time and what i hate is when when it's all taking far too long it's it's always so frustrating when uh, when you want to see something happen when you have some time estimate and then a bug appears or something was much more difficult or a partner that is external did not deliver on the promise and and for one thing you are frustrated because you just want to see it happen people who work with you on a senior level are frustrated because you promised something else and you still can't like just be mad about it to your developers because that's sort of normal. And I, I think I lost my cool maybe once or twice when I felt cheated by my team. But I actually liked the fact that it happened because they knew that Mr. Nice Guy is only there if they keep their promises. And when they saw that um, I have my Mm, borders <laughs> that there that you you can't fool around too much with me it mm -hmm. actually set the tone right so uh, i liked like an approach from some of my teachers in the past who said um on the day one i give you ace i give ace to all of you and all you need to do is prove to me that i was not right to give you those ace and this always resonated with me and, and I try to have the same approach to people I work with. I like that. Okay. Um, so you already mentioned like some of it, but like overall, what's in a day in a life of a product manager? Well, it will be different for different companies, but for me, it always starts with well, checking the dashboard, seeing if I can see anything new. Sometimes it's not needed daily, but sometimes if you have an A-B test or there's such like a um, crucial part of a rollout of a new thing, mm -hmm. you want to put your finger on it. But also what was taught to me by one of my first mentors is that it's pure hygiene to look at the data like the first thing in the morning, because you may find that over the overnight, the marketing campaign broke or the payment system broke or whatever. It might not even be like your uh, fault, but like the partners mm, screwed up in some way. And it's always best if you're the first one to notice. 
sometimes even before automated alerting, which didn't account for this particular scenario. And I've managed to catch at least a few issues this way. And there were some red herrings, true, but the red herrings were due to data issues that were also uncovered. So making sure you don't have false negatives is also part of it. And then you basically start a meeting you run it until the until lunch you have a break and then you have another meeting until you go home but in all seriousness it is really dynamic in terms of what happens because you have to spend your time on research mm -hmm. on talking to your stakeholders on making sure that the team knows what they are supposed to do with the very weird thing you put into the backlog or sometimes talk to people that are not upset with you and they need to be pushed to the, to the place where they understand your course of action. And those meetings, talkings, negotiations is mostly the, fact, the thing that I do as a PM. Like writing a, a, an epic or PRD or doing any document work is almost a, rec a relaxing part because it comes after all the hard work that you need to do in order to have the right set of knowledge and mind space to even write those documents. Exactly. So, uh, it's more talking than writing. Mm -hmm. I completely agree, yeah. In Skype, we used to, ha we used to have this very very funny joke because I sometimes put like only a title epic into the backlog to fill it out later and when I forgot about one of them and they start and they wanted to like um, dissect one of those epics and they said hey it's only title and it's like come on if you can't uh, understand the what you're supposed to do with if you can't understand what's supposed to be done just by title, that means that this epic doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> I agree, yeah, because like, like I recently started working in product management field and um, I realized that I cannot write epic or user stories or anything till I have all the requirements set in my mind, okay, that answers all my questions. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I cannot put it down. So I completely agree with your point. Um, so a lot of people who are new in their career who wants to get into product management are actually my audience. So for them, I would, I would like to ask, what's one thing they need to have in themselves that would make them a good product manager? Patience, I would say, and good, very good communication skills. Being able to say the right thing at the right time to the right person is something that comes in time and really helps you to well progress you can elevate yourself from a mediocre product manager to a great one if you are able to find the right words even if the things don't go your way or things are delayed and with the right communication you can really mm, my what do you do with mines you make sure they don't blow and the process is called disarming you can disarm a lot of uh, potentially dangerous situations okay so um 
so you mentioned mm -hmm. about like patience and communications um what is one aspect of the role that, um that you would think anyone needs to keep in mind before transitioning into product management like sometimes you think that it can get like keeping very emotions in check being mm -hmm. yeah 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 i mean if you always have like a solid um, foundation in your mind that whatever happens is not personal and whatever you hear is just another data input that you need to verify that you need to find data on then it stops to matter whether you're talking to a junior engineer or the ceo mm -hmm. you you wash out the stress or the uh, ignorance that may come with such a conversation and you just treat it as a data point and really all it there all that is to create a great epic create a product and develop it in a great way is to be able to work with people and be able to pinpoint your bets on which data inputs you need to work on ceo might be coming from a totally different um, background and try and give you information that absolutely is worthless. Like uh, just recently, I've heard a story of a head designer, I think, from Apple mm -hmm. that went to a retailer and he wanted to um, reproduce everything that made Apple stores great in this like Walmart type of shop. I don't remember the name, but it failed completely. And he was fired after two years. The big hopes that an Apple success story person brought with it was completely crushed. And at the same time, I can count many, many times where I would be working with the engineering team, developers, and they would just say something that would then resonate in my mind, spars a um, research mm, came to a great epic and a, and a product improvement. And I could say that you, this person, you were the inspiration for it. You were the person who said the right thing during the brainstorm that set it all in the motion. And then there were people all around and a great product manager to recognize that this singular point of inspiration is the right thing to follow up. I love that advice though, really good, thank you. Um, if you have anyone, uh, if you have interviewed anyone in the past, like any students um, who want to get into product management, uh, what what's one thing you see in them which could make them a good product manager and what's one thing you know they need to improve on? Oh, that's a difficult question. I think that mm, the biggest mm, difference between a good candidate and a bad candidate yeah. is the fact that good candidate will really understand the question you're asking and whether he or she takes time to answer or it's not perfect but at least a good candidate will follow some process will recall some stories from his her career or the industry mm -hmm. and then be able to uh, craft this into a convincing story answer, while as a bad one, will 
often just stress, panic, try to say anything or not say anything sensible at all and uh, try try his her best by looking at walls and I had few mock interviews where I would I was not sure what this person uh, is doing on this interview as it clearly wasn't uh, working and there was not no right product sense no right process to their answers and sometimes they would accidentally stumble on something that made sense but when you started to asking them when you started asking them about things that didn't make sense or or just point out the like lack of logic they would be like oh i'm so ashamed of myself and it's like i'm not forcing you to give me an answer you had your time to think about it. you could like take notes there's a lot of resources out there to get you prepared for this interview and if you're not prepared then maybe better invest more time into being prepared rather than well, losing your chance on something that is very hard to achieve which is like not, without actual experience be hired as a junior or normal product manager in a new company yeah i agree so like when you talk about the resources anyone needs to be prepared what's your i would say top three resources that you think a new product manager should go over I of of course I'm biased and would recommend my courses. Yes. But other than that, I would say that LinkedIn is generally a great source of inspiration. If you follow the right people, you will get a constant stream of articles, posts, uh, videos that you just need to spend half an hour a day to collect, uh, consume, and in time it will amass to a great great um, sum of knowledge that you can use in your interviews and your day-to-day -day work and though i didn't read it yet i'm being told that crack the pm interview book is like the your go-to paper source to to get prepared for it yeah i just started reading. i would also say that it's not a resource Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, let me just finish. Uh, it's not a, it's not a resource per se, but if you just get your hands dirty and start a product with its own OKRs and which I mean goals with metrics that have uh, an a deadline, and whether it's a blog, YouTube channel, small game, then you already are collecting really actionable experience that you can talk about that you can um, use what you learned in this product and I must say that in the job interviewing portion of my life that I recently have sometimes talking about what I did with my course was actually more impressive than what I did in Skype or any other company though it was obscure because Normally, as a PM, you do have a team, you do have to do the leadership part, and there it's just me, and everything I do is on my own. So it's not that, like, uh, it's it's not an, as any actual PM would work in a company. I agree. So, like, when you're doing something by yourself, you have to do 
everything actually by yourself instead like of a company you're just doing a product manager job and you have people to you know take care of the other things as well um so when you actually you recently went through the interview stages and all that stuff right now what do you think is like one thing anyone would want to know either who have been laid off or either who wants to get into the field uh, while you're interviewing through different companies what did you realize through that stage because you interviewed after a very long time so what was different hmm. well i was surprised how little <laughs> how little companies did research on me before talking to me and I, it felt like they didn't even look at my resume so that was like a bit sad because well we were wasting time on me recalling my um uh, all my companies and proving to polish companies that i can speak english which you can clearly see when you like spend a minute of of research on me that that's that's not a problem for me um and i was crudely reminded that sometimes it's just a game of chance and you can be the best pm in the world not saying that i am <laughs> not by not, not by far but uh, now the, the the best candidate is not always the one that gets the job in the end so right. while i teach this in my courses that the most random circumstances that can cost you job interview it's still something that surprises me when it happens to me and it's it, it's still hard to like get um get okay with it for example i know that i lost one of my recruitment processes because i to quote didn't disclose enough data enough data and details about my work at microsoft yeah. but at the same time I couldn't. There's NDA. There's being uh, plain loyal, and you are not supposed to talk about all the secret projects and the numbers that you have been interacting with, because it's company secret. So while for this job interview, I should have, I should have, I would be more successful if I whistleblowed, basically. I can picture a version of this interview where I give too many details and everyone is like, come on, this guy is like talking secrets left and right. Do we really want to hire him? Yeah. So. Hmm. Maybe I think like that's a red, uh, red flag in terms of like, if anyone shares that information, that's a big red flag. And if a company is willing to hear that, that's a red flag too. So, um, but that's okay, I guess. That's like just an experience. Um, so overall, what advice would you like to give to aspiring product managers? And from now on, like what's your future aspirations and goals? There's like two different questions, but yeah. Well, we, okay. So let's start before applying to any product job try to detach yourself emotionally on it and from it and make it a numbers game. Mm -hmm. Because if you fail and again and again and again, and sorry, this will happen. This, this is how it works. And you will allow those failures to amass stress and lack of self-confidence. Mm -hmm. This will only impact your future conversations and will hinder on you as, like, as a candidate. So rather than go relaxed, smiling, trying to give your 
best. You will be held back by your previous failures. And it's not a failure. There, it's, it's, it's a game of chance, as I said. And the moment you realize that you can fail and still be successful, that's okay. The um, job interview I mentioned where I got this feedback actually ended up with the CEO of this company talking to me and giving me 30 minutes feedback and saying that he, though he was uh, rooting for me and he wanted me to go forward to the process, he couldn't ignore that, uh, that feedback from other people, though he did not agree with it because he was even on the interview where those details things happen. And if like a CEO can't uh, like force a candidate he likes, then come on. Like, and sometimes it will be a person who simply dislikes you, that you have no chemistry or have different expectations on what should be said on specific question. And due to this random nature of well, uh, alien people talking to each other, sometimes it just won't work. And you have to try and try and try your best. Make it a funnel. See if you are getting better at consistently getting like the third, fourth, fifth stage because the product manager interviews are long. And especially now uh, in the market, there's a lot of candidates. There's a lot of people like myself who worked in like big tech and now are available for, for hire. Companies will try to get the best candidate out there and there will be longer processes and if um, and, and, and stronger competition. So it's even harder right now. So don't don't be your own enemy when it comes to those to those job interviews. Yeah. And what was the other one? The other question was what are your future aspirations or goals? Oh, like long term, I would like to be my own boss and like live out of like content, creating courses, mentoring, helping people. But for now, I see that I still have to stay on being like a normal <laughs> contracted PM because for one thing, there's still things for me to learn and then translate it to knowledge I can share to others. Uh, being a PM is also a great source of inspiration for the content. So it's like in a symbiotic relation to begin with. And I still would like to try my best at a, not a senior, but like a head of product position, which is, is eluding me for, for some time. And I came to realization that jumping from like middle senior product manager to a head of product who has his own team of product managers who and they work together on a product is as difficult challenging and takes so much effort that it's almost the same if not difficult as jumping from not being a product manager to being a product manager. yeah I like that explanation. Um, I think that sums up all my questions. Again, thank you so, so much for all your help. This was very helpful, so insightful. And congratulations again on your job offer. And I'm like, I'm always following you on LinkedIn. You have really, really good content. So keep posting that. It's like really inspirational for all of us. 
I will. And in fact, I said yesterday and like planned my polls three weeks ahead. So there's there's more coming, I can assure you. Wow. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. You too.